It's time to get informed and inspired. This is Saturday Morning Live, sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC, at Linden Sheet Metal on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Good morning and welcome to Saturday Morning Live. This is Lyle Sorensen. It's already 2023. I mean, you know, it's like every month I say, wow, it's already January. So here we are. It seems like winter's kind of gone away a little bit. Maybe we'll see. Um, we kind of had had all of our seasons. Um, I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday season. Good Christmas. Good New Year. Boy, I'll tell you, uh, we're off to a rip roaring start already uh, for the year in Whatcom County. I don't know how many of you were paying attention. Last night was a pretty eventful night in downtown Bellingham. We had a shooter in downtown who was randomly firing shots around, who police um, managed to round up. And almost simultaneously, we had an impaired driver who ran into a car out in front of the Olive Garden on the guide, and that had some tragic outcomes to it. Um, car caught on fire. Someone was uh, lost their life tragically. So welcome to, welcome to 2023. Welcome to public safety in, in Bellingham. You know, there's just so much to so much to look at, so much to so much to wrap up, um, so much to talk about for the year. Um, we'll be taking your calls today as well. Six seven six KGMI six seven six five four six four. So if you'd like to chirp up or chime in or uh, you know whatever you want to talk about, um, we're going to be talking about the year kind of in review here with with the public safety thing. You know, one of the numbers that you know I like to watch are uh, the auto theft numbers. Hey, we cracked 500 this year. 501 citizens of Whatcom County had their cars stolen in 2022. Um, and we'll compare that with 2019 when 155 were stolen. So we had an increase of over 223%. That means the number has more than tripled. You know, to put this in perspective, um, you know, if we took the Chevy dealership and the Nissan dealership and probably one more, we could probably take Raritan's and that's about 501 cars. So stop and think about that. Take three of the biggest car lots in Bellingham, take all their inventory away. That's how many people had their car stolen in, in, Whatcom, in Bellingham. That's not Whatcom County. These are just city of Bellingham numbers. That's a lot of cars. Um, you know, I don't know. Are you okay with that? I'm not okay with that. Um, I, I ran some per capita numbers because somebody was making some per capita noise um, about all that. And, you know, it's still not good. Um, you know, it's surprisingly, it's those numbers are kind of average-ish. But when you, when you keep in mind that um, you're being compared to King County and Pierce County, you know, where they have like 800 a month, um, you know, because they have a much larger population than we do three or four times. But but still, you know, is that what we want for for our community? Are, are we OK with with that? You know, I, I hear I get in these conversations with people and they say, well, we're really not worse than anywhere else. And, you know, that's not how I I'm sure some of you guys did resolutions. Right. 
and some you know and maybe set some goals and do some things right so so when you're looking at your life and you're looking at the things that are good in your life and the things that are bad in your life do you do you set goals that push you and make you better or do you go eh, I'm not that bad that's kind of average that's where everybody else is at right do we want to be an average community or, or do we want to be an excellent community you know Whatcom County's always been this place that's absolutely beautiful we've got all these outdoor recreational opportunities we have all these things and it's Bellingham and Whatcom County has kind of been this nice, quiet, backwater community where, you know, you didn't really necessarily have to worry about your car being stolen or your car being prowled. And and so, you know, people go, well, that's just the way it is now. And I'm like, yeah, no. You know, we've had a 223% increase since 2019. That is a lot. Why are we okay with this? Or am I am I off base? Tell feel free to call in and tell me I'm I'm wonky, I'm crazy, I got it, I'm getting it wrong. But I don't think so. You know, if if I'm if I'm gonna set New Year's goals for Whatcom County, what I wanna see on the on the crime statistics, because almost every single category is trending steadily upwards. Um we've got other categories, we'll go over those too. I'll get back on that. Get back on that page. Um, malicious mischief, malicious malicious mischief is up two hundred and seventy four percent. Stop and think about that. Um, and and also keep in mind that any of these numbers that I'm sharing with you today are reported incidents. So. One of the one of the pitfalls with some of these statistics is some of these categories don't get reported. People have kind of given up on them um, because the truth of the matter is, is due to staffing issues and due to not having capacity in the jail and all those kinds of things. Nothing happens. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, if my car gets prowled and I call the police and they go, yeah, okay. And nobody comes out, and nothing happens, and there's no emphasis patrols, and the car prowling continues. You know, probably by the third time it happens, I'm probably not going to call anymore. I'm probably going to maybe file, maybe file an online, maybe not, right? So malicious mischief. In 2019, we had 739 reported cases. In 2022 that we just finished, are you sitting down? we had an increase of over 2,000 reported cases. So we're clear up to 2,766 reported cases of malicious mischief in the city limits of Bellingham. Is that cool? I don't know. You tell me. Is that cool? Is that what we want for our community? Is that the, is that the way we want to trend? Um, you know, vehicle prowls. Let's, let's talk about that a minute. 2019, 685 uh, citizens of beautiful Bellingham uh, had their cars prowled. And, you know, a lot of us are on social media, you know, and and you'll you'll see reports. You'll see somebody has a picture of their car window smashed. They went to Lake Padden or they went for a run or went for a hike and they came back and their window was smashed or... They were just parked in town and somebody decided to smash their window and take their stuff. And in those threads, there's always stuff like, well, you know, we take all the stuff out of our car. And I'm like, 
Yeah, that's a solution. No, that's not solving the problem. As a matter of fact, I was doing some doing some reading this week, and and there was a report in one of the articles locally that yeah, you can take all the stuff out, but they're still smashed in the window to check, right? So then people are saying, oh well, you know, I take everything out of my car and I leave it unlocked. Awesome, that's great because we had five hundred and one people get their car stolen. So let's make it easier for us to you know. At the end of the day, the problem is, is that we've got people in our community who don't respect the rights of other people in our community. And part of that, um, we're having a we're having a little conversation in the studio prior to the show. Part of that is because when people do bad things and they have no consequences in their life. They're going to continue to do bad things. Right. You know. It's like, wow, look at that. I just walked out of the store with $1,000 worth of stuff in this cart. I've, I've dressed better than the guys that are working. Look at me. This is awesome. I can go sell it to some of my friends or trade it for some things that make me feel better. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. 676 KGMI, 676-5464. You're listening to Saturday Morning Live. I'll be right back. The winter savings continue at Linden Sheet Metal. The holidays are over, but it's not too late to buy a gift for your home and save money while doing it. Linden Sheet Metal has furnace, air conditioner, and heat pump discounts up to $900. Utility rebates up to $1,500. And beginning January 1, there are tax credits up to $2,000 off. And it doesn't end there. Showroom fireplace models are discounted 40%, and new fireplaces are $300 off installation. The benefits of a new energy-efficient fireplace, heating, or cooling system will help you save on future energy bills and can increase the value of your home. Call Linden Sheet Metal today to schedule a free estimate. Our consultants will come out and find the best solution for your home. We also offer easy financing with low monthly payments. Now is a great time to upgrade your home. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. Sold to bidder 126. The January consignment equipment auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is now active online through the 21st of January. Visit meridianeq.com today to check out the extensive selection of current auction items and place your bid. Bids will be accepted through Saturday, January 21st. Meridian Equipment, selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel or online at meridianeq.com. Are you looking for an auto shop that offers honest quality service? Hi, I'm Kirk, owner of Angler Automotive. At Angler Automotive, we strive to make sure that all of your automotive service needs are met. Angler Automotive provides the factory recommended services that are required to maintain your vehicle's warranty. Angler Automotive, outstanding quality with honest, reliable service. Check us out online at anglerautomotive.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Absolutely right. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Life. I'm Lyle Sorensen. Hey, we're kind of talking about public safety. We're talking about 2022. We're talking about all all sorts of fun stuff. And the opinions expressed today are mine. So there you go. Love them, hate them. I'm okay either way. Let's talk about it. But, you know, 
I started to hit on vehicle problems before I got lost. Um, the BB in the bucket thing. 685 in 2019. Ready? How many do you think this year? 1,711. Almost triple. Stop and think about that a minute. That's a lot of you that had somebody bust your window or break into your car and take your stuff, or maybe it was even unlocked. Gosh, shame on you. No, shame on them. Since when did we say, oh, this is that poor person. It's your own fault that you got your car broken into because it wasn't locked. No, no. Community standards, right and wrong. It's wrong to steal. If it doesn't belong to you, don't take it. If you go in the store and you don't have money to buy something, don't load up a cart and walk out the door with it. That's not okay. And we as a community have to do better. Our goals for 2023, we need to see these numbers go down, not steadily increase or rapidly increase. These numbers need to go down. Michelle, you've been holding patiently on the line. Good morning. Uh, Happy New Year. Good morning and Happy New Year, Lyle. Happy New Um, Year. I always love it when you're on the uh, Saturday program because I talk, uh, I'm known as Lady Law and Joe Tian's program, and um, during the week I speak uh, uh, once or twice every, you know, a week. And I, I wanted to speak about um, what you just said is exactly how I feel. And what I wanted to say was we get what we deserve as voters, as citizens, as involved people. Now, give you an idea. I heard you when I was driving to breakfast, so I pulled over into a uh, fast food parking lot so I could call you. Uh-huh. Now, right now, I have my car locked. I have my, my, you know, I'm looking around to make sure I've got my head on a swivel to make sure nobody's near me. If anybody were to come up and walk toward my car, I would immediately drive out. You know, I would not take any chances. And we have... An incredible. We first of all, we have a wonderful police force in Whatcom County. Our sheriffs are one of the most heartwarming things I've seen in a long time. Was at a local diner last week. Uh, eight or nine uh, officers were celebrating the birthday of one of the officers, and the rest of the restaurant was loaded. And um, all of a sudden, one of the waitresses came out and said. Uh, Officer uh, Cooper, I think his name was, Officer Cooper's birthday is today. Let's sing happy birthday. And the entire restaurant burst into a huge round of happy birthday. Isn't that wonderful? That is. That's nice. As the officers left, they were beaming, and they were waving goodbye to us. We were saying Happy New Year to them. And and the thing is, these are good people. Uh, Granted, you're always going to find a bad apple in every big barrel of apples, since they use a horrible cliche. But this is is always going to happen in any group, in anywhere in the world. But most people are good. Most policemen, the vast majority, are great people who um, see the worst of humanity on a daily basis and still somehow manage to keep their sanity. Um, I'm not sure I could. Um, I hate criminals, and I hate the idea that criminals go unpunished. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not against giving people second or third chances. I'm not against uh, helping people who are addicted to get clean and sober. Um, Although every time I've ever tried to help a homeless person, not one of them has agreed to go to base camp or lighthouse. Not one of them has agreed to, to receive any help at all. All they say is, 
I just want my drugs. Now, I'm not saying every single one has said that, but many do. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying, Lyle, is that as citizens, I was terribly disappointed in our elections, and I am a moderate Democrat. I am not an extremist on either end. But I'll tell you right now, I believe firmly that we get what we deserve. We need to thank our officers. I know I do. I know a lot of officers. Every time I see one, I thank him, whether I know him or him or not. But we need. I'm a gay woman, and I I could be the victim of anything. You know who knows. But I haven't. I man. My dad taught me martial arts and how to how to cripple uh, people who tried to beat me up and things like that. And I had to do that a few times. You know when I was younger. Uh, no, I don't know if I could do it now. But my point is, our citizenship is vastly unaware. They don't follow the news. Many of them. I talk to people constantly about supporting the police. We need. All of us as citizens, now I don't like vigilante ideas, that could be very dangerous and very problematic, but as citizens, we need to support each other, we need to support the police, and we need to stop worrying about identity politics. People are people. I evaluate people on an individual basis every day of my life. I do not make judgments in advance unless I, you know, see somebody who looks incredibly sketchy no matter what their identity. But the point is, (laughs) we need very strongly to realize that all criminals deserve to be punished. Yes, let's try to rehabilitate them when we can. I'm not saying that's impossible. I just talked to a guy the other day. He told me he'd been a felon in his youth, and now he's uh, clean and sober and doing an honest day's work and seemed like a wonderful guy. Yep. And all I'm saying is that it's it. we need to pay attention to this problem. We need we need. To vote for people who I, I was disappointed that some of the anti-police or I don't know that's probably wrong to say that because they're not so much anti-police as just ignorant of the need to support the police would be a better way to say it. But we have supported some of the most weak politicians I've ever seen. We need to support people who will not be afraid to call out criminals, no matter what their religion or their race or their background. We need to call out. And, and arrest our criminals, discipline our society, make sure that we are honest. I love what you said about it's all, what I like to say, Lyle, is this, and you can see I'm passionate about this. Yes, you are. Um, I what I like to swell if I if I wasn't in my 70s, I would probably try to become an officer. That's how strongly I feel about this. But to be honest, I think I'm a bit too old. For, I don't think they would they want me at my age. But the point is, it, it's so important. It's so important for all of us. To be aware, I mean, in Seattle and Tacoma, or I think more more properly King County and Pierce County, they, in December, they suffered 78, I think it was the two counties combined, suffered 78 auto thefts every day on the average. Now, that's incredible. And, and auto theft's a huge crime. It's a major issue for a lot of people who get their cars stolen, and I know it would be for me. And so, Lyle, I want the public to understand this is the issue of our time. It's much more – I'm not saying other issues aren't important, but it's it's so important. And also this ties into homelessness because a great many homeless people are addicts or mentally challenged. We need 
to solve that issue also, but we don't, we are not showing passion by letting people live in, in um, camps in the woods and do their drugs all day. The, these people need to be treated and if needed to be institutionalized, whether it's a mental institution or whether it's jail, yeah. we need, we need to control uh, our people to the point where the criminals do no longer pose I never thought I would ever see the day when Bellingham and other cities in northwest Washington, which I've always thought of as one of the great places in the world, where we would have this crime problem. It is it is wrong, and like I always say, crime is always a decision. It is a decision, and it is the wrong decision. That's right. Always. Michelle, we, we're never... heading into a hard break. I hate to interrupt yeah, well, your passion. You. We're going to have to get you a show. Holy cow. (laughs) (laughs) I've had them in the past. Thank you, Lyle. Happy New Year. Thank you, Michelle. You're listening to Saturday Morning Live. I'm Lyle Sorensen. We're taking your call, 676-KGMI, 676-5464, talking about 2022, kind of how we did in the public safety and crime world in Bellingham, where things are going. Let's try to do better. That was Michelle. Thanks, Michelle, for your call. We've got some other callers holding. We'll be right back. Nieder House of Luxury is Whatcom County's newest luxury jewelry store. It's your go-to place for an amazing selection of precious metals, like gold and silver American Eagles, 100-ounce silver bars, and a vast selection of platinum bars and coins. You'll be dazzled at their extensive collection of jewelry and Rolex watches, plus GIA-certified diamonds and lab-grown diamonds serving a luxury experience that's both ethical and sustainable. When you visit Nieder House of Luxury, you'll receive valuable personalized service from the expert staff who are focused on fulfilling your every need. It's the crown jewel in a long career of luxury from John Nieder himself. Hi, I'm John Nieder. I've been buying and selling precious metals for nearly 30 years. If you're interested in expanding your private investment, I'm available to advise you with your purchase. You'll be amazed at our selection. Neater House of Luxury. Luxury for all. 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107. Or shop online at NeaterHouseOfLuxury.com. Neater House of Luxury. Follow the bright light. Business owners, developers, and property managers, if you need to get your fire sprinkler system up to code, tested, or repaired, trust Columbia Fire as your true one-stop shop for annual testing, maintenance, and installation. Marty Bootstra here with Columbia Fire, and we've protected the Northwest for over 35 years. Columbia Fire offers quick same-day service, so if it's urgent, we're here 24-7. Schedule your fire sprinkler service at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. Imagine living in Linden, perched above the Nooksack River Valley with Mount Baker and the Cascade Mountains in the distance. Enjoy the peaceful surroundings of the mountains and nearby golf course. Make new friends and get involved in new activities. Enjoy fabulous home-cooked meals and spacious apartments designed with your needs in mind. Enjoy your independence. Visit Linden Manor today on Aaron Drive in Linden next to Bender Ballfields or at lindenmanor.com. Call Janet to arrange your personal tour and see why the residents love Linden Manor. In the shop. Toyota is still fully vested in the internal combustion engine, and they saw as a visionary the future being a, uh, a fuel cell vehicle. Steve from Panacea, Kurt from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. The efficiencies there, but find me a location where you can go fuel up your hydrogen fuel cell yeah. here in, in Whatcom <laughs> County. In the shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. 
The latest local news and important top day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. It took 15 tries, but Kevin McCarthy has become the new Speaker of the House. If there's one thing I want the country to hopefully learn about me this week is that I will never give up. That means I'll never give up for you, that we will continue to fight for you to make sure we follow through on the commitment to America. McCarthy was able to prevail after giving many concessions to opponents within his own party. Mother Nature is giving up nothing in California. Another foot of rain on the way around San Francisco Bay right through Tuesday. We've got flood watches already in place for much of California. Kelly Cass at the Weather Channel. The FDA has green-lighted a second new drug to treat Alzheimer's. Clinical trials suggest Lecambi could slow cognitive decline by 27% over more than a year of frequent infusions. But like the first drug in this class, Aduhelm, which was cleared last year, some doctors had called for more studies. CBS's Alexander Tin. CBS News Brief. I'm Linda Kenyon. Good morning. Welcome back to Saturday Night. Saturday Night Live. No, Saturday Morning Live. This is Lyle Sorensen. You know, it kind of seems like a long day sometimes, but we're here in the morning waking up with some caffeine and some good conversation. Been having some great calls. You know, we're going through 2022, and I've, I've kind of been saying, I guess my theme for today is we need to be better. We need to do better. You know, when you when you look at the 2022 uh, city of Bellingham crime, reported crime statistics, and then you compare them with previous years going back to, say, 2019, we've got a steady increase in almost every category and do we want to continue that trend are we okay with that or or do we want to flatten that out or turn that trend the other direction so it trends back down you know as far as i'm concerned you know the kind of goals i want to set i i want to see less i want i want to have a better community i want to have a safer community i want you know, I want people to do better. I want us all to do better. I want our theft numbers to go down. You know, speaking of theft numbers, back in um, 2019, we had 2,245 reported cases of theft. Anybody want to guess what 2022 did? 3,279. So we had an increase of 1,000. 1,000 more. You know, that's like three a day. You know, are we good with that? That's the increase. I mean, that's nuts. That's a lot. Just the increases, three a day. Is that the community that we want? Is that what we want for our kids? Is that what we want for our grandkids? Is that what we want for our grandmas and grandpas and our moms and dads? Is that the community that we're willing to accept? Because I'll tell you, the community that, community that we will have it will be the one that we accept. And we either decide that we're going to be better and we're going to take steps to be better and we're going to support law enforcement and we're going to build a new incarceration facility 
that has adequate capacity. And we'll talk more about what a what a what a 21st century facility looks like, because I think we've got a 1980 facility right now. And there's not much opportunity to provide services and wrap around and, and outreach and do things to help people. You know, it's 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 rough. I mean, if you've seen the video, it's rough. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do better. Looking at robbery, since we just talked about theft, um, 68 robberies in, in 2019, 131. So we're back to that doubling thing almost. Um, in 2022 you know if we let things continue to trend up pretty soon it's going to be trended up to the point that it's really hard to stop it things gather you get critical mass you get momentum you get all these things happening in the wrong direction and these pro you can see how these problems are growing exponentially ken you've been waiting very patiently welcome to saturday morning live I, I can't believe uh, after hearing the conversation and how quickly things have doubled and that nobody's mentioned that we just got a brand new chief of police in Bellingham. And isn't our brand new chief going hand in hand with these brand new numbers, sort of? No, not at all. So here's here's the issue that we have. We can boil this down really simply. We could – we the. The city of Bellingham's uh, police force is extremely understaffed. Uh, it's not really each cop you can hold. I mean, the, well, the policies no. are set by the mayor and the chief. They're yeah, not really here's, set. But. Here's the issue, Ken. Because we have nowhere to put criminals when we arrest them, we have extremely severe booking re- restrictions in our jail. Uh, the The 2013 needs assessment that was done um, we've been working on it. We've been working on solving our jail problem for over a quarter of a century. So the, the needs assessment that was done said that in order to meet the needs of Whatcom County in terms of incarceration capacity, in terms of jail beds, we needed 649 beds to get us through 2026. Okay. We have under 400. So as a result of that, We've we've got severe booking restrictions and we don't have the we don't have the capability. We don't have the capacity to provide meaningful consequences in a timely manner. Um, we have we have other counties. We farm them out to don't counties uh, trade back and forth their prisoners. No, when, when... no. Um, so we spent uh, in 2022, we spent um, eight or nine months negotiating with Snohomish County for some jail beds. Um, that didn't work. Um, and, and actually what we need right now, we probably need an additional 300. Okay. And they spent nine months negotiating for 40 and it didn't work out. So, you know, in addition to a permanent solution, we're also going to need to look at some interim solutions to gain some capacity. The current jail that we have is in horrible condition. Um, 21st century jails are not really what people think of as jails now um i think that's why nobody wants to pay to build one because they want to build them a hotel instead of a jail well yeah 
You know, by law, you know, I just heard a good one after the, you know, the the Parkland uh, prosecution of the of the killer there in Florida and all that. But I got to hear the victims get to speak actually, and one of them actually summed up what is it? How is the life of a of a uh, death row uh, inmate? What is their life really consist of? And really, by law. They live a pretty good life. They, they get three squares a day. They get color TV. They get an hour out of their cell. I mean, really, uh, I don't know. It doesn't really sound like the penalty that they deserve to me, really, honestly. Yeah, color you know, TV, you might be, you might be right. By law, got to, we, I don't, by law, have to get this, but they, by law, have to get that. Right, yep. Well, and, and, you know, when you get into the whole thing with capital punishment, you, you know, that's a whole other can. We could, spend, we could spend a couple months just on that topic um, for sure. Um, and, you know, and, and there are, um, you know, there are, well, are a lot of different. This state, just since we've done away, I mean, I don't even really know. I used to agree with it, and I've done some serious reconsideration on it in kind of a Christian view. And, uh, you know, there's. There, um, but anyhow, uh, I don't know. But but I just I know by law they are required to live a pretty good life, a better law than I'm required to live. Nobody requires any standards at all for me. But boy, if you're incarcerated, you got standards beyond belief actually that they got to live up to. I don't know. I'm just wondering how this our new chief cannot in any way, shape, or form. Go hand in hand with doubling numbers. Yeah, yeah, well, you can arrest them, but we got nowhere to put them. So, yeah. you camps from Stanwood. Oh boy, hire our chief of police from Stanwood. All right, yeah. all right. Um, I don't know. I've met with Chief Mertzik. I find that she's um, probably as frustrated as you are, actually, with with the way things well, are. Look and, at her numbers. They darn well should be. Well, she's doing. Uh, she only you take got on a job, and you see your numbers do that. The, I, uh, the, the mayor like only gave her the mayor only gave her two new positions, Ken. Um, in the next biennium. Well, let's see what happens, but I don't know. Somebody's got to pay attention here to what's going on. That's yeah, for sure. well, Damn, we'll look for we'll look for your support on the jail vote in the fall. All right, I think Joy might be waiting for us. Joy, you're up. Oh boy, you're breaking up. Hello? No. Sorry, Joy. We're going to have to go to the next caller. But anyway, yeah, you know, and Ken brings up some good points. You know, I completely understand the frustration. But at the end of the day, crime minus consequences equals crime squared. And we have no place to provide meaningful consequences. I've, 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 interdicted a couple guys with cartloads of stuff and um, you know and and had pretty lengthy conversations with them over the course of of the interaction and and they're just like look nobody's going to do anything to me even if the cops come they're going to give me a ticket but it doesn't mean anything because they're not going to do anything and therein lies lies the truth you know part of sub part of substance abuse disorder is that it rewires your brain and in order to break through that, and their need, they have to have accountability and consequences in order to get better. And, and we're not providing them those things. So, you know, 
I would assert that harm reduction is neither harm reduction or compassion. Um, you know, by letting people continue in their in their behaviors, we're we're not we're not letting we're not helping them to be better. You know, as a community, we need to do better. And and again, you know, we're gonna have we've got a proposition coming up in the fall. They're telling us we'll see um, uh, for a levy for funding for a new jail. Um, and, you know, we need it. But the, here's the other thing. If the citizens approve a new jail in November, it will be, are you ready? Are you sitting down? It's going to be five years before you have another cell. Um, we have severe booking restrictions. You know, we're running at about 50% of the capacity that the professionals told us we were going to need. And I would say based on the severe booking restrictions and based on the conditions that we have in the community in regard to crime and and the increases in the trend lines and the numbers, they were dead on. Um, the the uh, Incarceration Reduction Prevention Task Force and um, the Justice Project are currently self-performing a needs assessment. Um, the numbers I'm hearing coming out of that are less than what was projected to get us through um, 2026. Imagine that. So we're going to spend five years we're going to spend millions of dollars. When we get to the end of that project, we may still have booking restrictions. So citizens of Whatcom County, are you good with that? Are you going to be happy when we spent five years and millions of dollars and we still have booking restrictions and we still can't provide meaningful consequences or, or get people you know, interdicted, get them in a place where we can have their attention, where, where maybe that's their bottom. For some people, jail is bottom. Right. Speaking of bottom, we got a break. 676 KGMI 676-5464. We'll be right back. When I think about my grandparents, it takes me back to warm memories of meals shared around their dining room table and laughter exchanged around their fireplace. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO and fourth generation Barron at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical and Plumbing. Over 50 years ago, my grandfather installed Barron's first fireplace in one of Whatcom County's newest developments, Sudden Valley. Grandpa Dan took great pride in his craftsmanship, ensuring that every fireplace or stove he installed was truly the heart of his customer's home. Today, Barron can continues this tradition by providing beautifully crafted hearth products through its Firelight by Baron division. Featuring America's best-known brands of stoves, fireplaces, and inserts, a Baron Firelight expert can help you build your perfect flame. Visit a Baron showroom today and browse our endless options tailored to your style and budget. Plus, save up to $300 with year-end specials good through January 31st. Let us set the stage for you to create memories that last for generations. Firelight by Baron, a tradition of warmth and beauty since 1972. Our mission, improving lives. This is Dick Donahue with Asset Advisors, and for over 12 years, we have been bringing you Wealth Wake Up every Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, we focus on investment management, retirement, tax planning topics, and some of the political influences on your planning for the future. And on Sunday, we focus on the latest economic updates for the United States and globally. During these challenging political and economic times, we try to provide you the latest information to assist you in your decision making. Call us at 360-733-1200. Go to our website at Wealth Wake 
wakeup.com and join us live at 11 a.m. on Saturdays or 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings here on KGMI. The opinions voiced on Wealth Wake Up with Dick Donahue are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Wealth Wake Up are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live. Appreciate everybody's awesome calls this morning and good comments. You know, crime minus consequences equals crime squared. That's what we're going to get. You know, at some it's it's like having a it's like having a little kid um if if i if i tell my little kid hey if you don't quit that you're going to get time out and i just keep saying that and the little kid never gets time out that kid's going to be a terrorist it, it just it it's human nature if someone says don't do something and then i go do it hmm, nothing happened that felt good or it made me happy or I got a lot of money from that. So I'm going to go do it again. And somebody says, hey, don't do that. But nothing ever happens, right? You know, so right now with, our, with a lot of our theft and stuff even, you know, that's what's happening. They're stealing. Somebody says, hey, don't do that. Maybe the cops come. Maybe they trespass them. Maybe they whatever. But nothing happens to them. You know, give them a ticket. Okay, what are you going to do? Can't get butt out of a turnip, neener, neener. You know, um consequences there need to there needs to be accountability there need to be consequences i'm not against helping people to be better i think we all need to be better you know as a community we need to be better we need to do better but at the same time we have to be accountable and we have to hold people accountable you know otherwise what's the point of having laws you know public safety is the bottom line, it's kind of the baseline for the contract between government and people. You know, it's like this. The government says we have these laws. And if you follow these laws, we'll, you know, you will have a nice community. We'll have a safe community. We'll have a respectful community if we, if we follow these basic concepts that we have outlined in this law. If you break these laws, you're going to have a consequence. You're going to have a penalty of some kind. You know, it's going to happen. And and so that's kind of how you maintain a baseline of civil society. But what happens when you don't enforce that baseline of civil society? Well, let's see. Um, Auto theft, triples, car prowls increase, thefts go up, robberies double, uh, malicious mischief goes up, felony assaults go up, assaults go up. You know, we, we lose. Sometimes people have to be reminded that what you're doing is not okay and, and society's not okay with that. But when we don't respond with a meaningful consequence, the message that it sends is it doesn't matter and we don't care. Luann, you've been holding really patiently. You're on the air. Hello, yes, and you probably aren't going to like what I've got to say again, but, you know, I keep going back to this jail thing. 
why do people keep voting more money for this jail? Because the county has so much money, they could build it right now if somebody got on the stick and had some guts to do it. They've already bought the property. They have got the money to do it, and yet they keep putting it up for a vote, and people keep voting it down. But it could be built right now if they would just get on the stick and do it. I don't know. I feel so sorry for these policemen because they, you know, they keep saying their hands are tied. Pretty frustrating. Why are they tied? Why can't we do something to make a difference? But nobody seems to want to. They're spineless. We've got to get somebody in there who knows how to do things and get it done. Yeah, well, and, you know, I heard a good presentation last month um, by one of our local politicians, and, and, and the topic was the difference between politics and governing. And unfortunately, a lot of our leaders, once the campaign's over, continue to politic. That's true. Very true. So they're thinking about their next election. They're thinking about not what's best for the community, but what is my voter base? What is my particular section of the constituency going to think? What's their agenda? Right. Um, Right. So. So what happens then is is you get think what I like to call finger lickers. Um, they walk into the room, put their finger in their mouth, stick it up in the air, see which way the wind's blowing. Tell or the, butt kissers. Well, that, or that. Yep. So, um, and so yeah, you know that's that's you're you're right. We've got feckless we've got feckless leaders who, you know, kind of go with the wind and and you know look at things and go, well, you know, that's not very kind. Yeah, and, you know, they they owe so many favors, they have to take care of them first. But I've got to tell you, I give that Michelle credit, boy. She said everything exactly how I feel, except for one thing. And I'm not going to say what that is because I'm a Christian, but I feel exactly the way she does. And I think the older you get, the more brave you get with your mouth. And I could never sit on the county council because they'd have me there one night and say, get lost. Well, maybe you should run. There's well, going to be some seats opening up. I All right, know. Luann. Hey, I appreciate your calls as always and your input and your feedback. And, you know, you bring up a good point, though. Uh, and thank you, Lyle. I just wish people would do their homework before they go voting on all this stuff that is we're doing the same thing all over again. We need change and somebody who's got some spine. Thank you, Lyle. Hey, Bye-bye. thank you, too. Marcus, you've been waiting patiently. How are you, my friend? Uh, good morning, Lyle. Marcus D. Um, just a little quick background for folks out there who don't know my name. I have been involved with... Who doesn't know with, you? Uh, who doesn't know you? A number of people, but uh, I've been involved with homelessness for a number of years here. Uh, helped to bring the first shower truck to town. Uh, was uh, formative of homes now. The tiny home villages, the first two tiny home villages we had in Bellingham, great success there. Thirty percent reduction in crime at every place where homes now has had an encampment. Really great work. Over fifty percent rehousing. They're doing great work. These are services that we need, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about: is services before jail. 
We don't have the services. When people talk about, you know, I, I offered to take somebody for a ride to base camp. One, base camp's been full for a year. Everybody, base camp is not available, okay? Very few people get can still get into base camp. It's It's been full. So when we talk about it, you know, and I understand also that the government has had some uh, narrative telling people that there's places for these people to go. No, there's not. There's really not. We've got arguably 2,000 people in Whatcom County who are homeless right now and 240 beds through the mission. Um, another, another less than 100 through other partnering agencies throughout the county. Um, we desperately need these services. I, I understand that people have some stories, some anecdotal stories where they say that they met a person or two who said that they, they oh, I'm not going to go into services. I don't want to do anything with it. But a lot of times you're talking specifically, and one gentleman was talking specifically about base camp and the mission. A lot of people can't go to the mission. They're not allowed. A lot of people get banned there. They walked in and they, whoops, they had a, a bud in their pocket of marijuana. And that, that catches you a ban for 30 days. That's a death sentence in February. So we don't have another option for those people. So, Marcus? We, so, Marcus? We, yeah, well, go ahead. I got a question. I got a question. You're you're super you're, you're super passionate. passionate. I'm getting a really bad I'm getting feedback a really in bad my ear. Feedback in my in my ear in my but, so here, you're but, super passionate. So you're super and, passionate, and I appreciate and, your passion. and I appreciate your passion. What what I would what what I would ask you? You know, the mission's you know, a nonprofit, non um, basically um, crowdfunded basically by supporters. Um, you're super um, passionate you're about super this. Passionate about um, why doesn't SOS? Why doesn't Crowdfund or GoFundMe and and start a start a shelter to actually create some beds or some roofs. We've desperately been trying for the last two years. Donors and and uh, volunteerism has crashed since COVID. I was with Homes Now when that crash happened, and Homes Now has only hung on because it's so incredibly cheap to do this type of sheltering. We, SOS did, in fact form at behest of Seth Fleetwood, our mayor, who was looking for a partner to indemnify the, the government of, of their liabilities while somebody else does the work to save the people who are on the streets, to get them out of your doorways, to not have them pooping in your backyard. Yeah. So we, yeah. we have every intention of cleaning the streets and bringing real services to people by holding them still and inviting the service providers there. Our plan is to use uh, federally available millions, and it's never been about money, people, no matter what anybody in the government might tell you. They, I've been told, assured by Sat Paul and Seth, there's millions available. What's, what's missing is leadership in this case. We need these services. But if we federally bought tiny homes and used them as our emergency sheltering, we could hold people still while we bring services and, and in, in fact, Create more service positions much, with the existing much, budget. With the existing budget, Lyle, we can we can create more. How much does, it cost, more to how much does it cost home? to build a tiny home? A tiny home, uh, well, you can get them prefabricated, and it's probably the best way to go ahead and do it with those federal dollars. We can have we can have it here tomorrow. How much does it and, cost? And uh, I think they're at around uh, four thousand dollars per right now. So we would own so, that. We would own so, that instead. So wait, of wait, 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 wait. So yeah. SOS. So SOS. Why don't, why don't you why do it one at a time? Four thousand bucks at a time, my friend. I got to run. I've got somebody else waiting. Honestly, brother, because we've been we we're we're broke right now. Well, we do think a GoFundMe, crowdfund. We save. We've been doing that. We save lives with the money we get day by day. All right. I gotta I gotta get this next call, Marcus. I appreciate your call. Promote the general welfare, people. All right. Services before jail.
Jerry. We're running up against the clock, so we got to go fast. Okay. I, is Bellingham a sanctuary city? I couldn't answer that question. Ask Mayor Fleetwood. Hey, actually, what I want to ask you is I just received some information from the deputy, the deputy executive recurring the American Rescue Plan update to show exactly where the money from that plan went. Very little went to the jail. That's you want to get a copy? You can get I it would love to. We got to go. We're up against it. You've been listening to Saturday Morning Live. I'm Lyle. Thank you, everybody, for your calls and for your listening. We'll see you next month.